You're listening to the Rogers Sporting Goods Podcast with Patrick Fisher, Chandler Smith, and Josh from Outdoor Limits. In this podcast, we'll touch on everything from gear to ducks to deer, turkey and fishing. From field to table, let's dive in. Mmm, so good. <laughs> I know. I can't believe he found that. I know, they had some good little clips on that episode. <laughs> Is that on yours? No, it was uh, when he said He was eating a snack stick. It's pretty funny. Yeah, so I was just being funny. And then Chandler, if you remember, he goes, Hayden will cut that out. Uh-huh. And then he puts in that old guy saying, no, I don't think I yes, will. Yes, that was good. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> and then he plays that. Like the first video he found was uh, that guy cooking. Uh-huh. Yeah. I was like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> and he goes, I don't really mean to pick on you. I'm like, I don't care. People... People uh, can say what they want. So we got some snacks here. Mm-hmm. What, do, what do we got? What do you call this one? So this is just um, uh, a enchilada casserole. Enchilada. Yeah. Okay. And this is elk. This is elk meat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which you got this year. Correct. Yeah. Well, Tastes I, elky. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, right? I, I mean, I get tons of venison uh-huh. and I eat right. that, but. Can you notice a difference for real? No. Okay. I was like, how do you, how do you tell us? Like, that? I wouldn't know the difference of <laughs> this and anything. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. You know, in we'll, his, um, that elk was, uh, what, what did we estimate? It was 10 years probably old. about 10 years old. So, mm-hmm. you so know, the older, older. The animal. Yeah. yeah. And right. so we were kind of wondering, but um, it's probably the best uh, tasting game meat we've had is that, that elk compared gotcha. to some of the other ones that we've had. Right. That wasn't store bought. Yeah. Yeah. But there are, yeah. And we, we'll probably go down a lot of rabbit holes right. <laughs> during this conversation. Are there places? Well, just let me introduce you real quick. So, um, which I met Mike just a couple times. I've seen him at the store. And then obviously you brought in uh, uh, Field the, the Table. Giant. Literally, right. um, if you're on some of our social media and stuff, because I posted the picture um, of your elk, I think on the in-store shopper page okay you know to show people what he got it was, right it was a nice elk mm-hmm. um and so literally i gotta see it uh there and now <laughs> i'm uh eating it <laughs> kind of like we were talking about your uh-huh. snack sticks um i don't think you can eat this while you're hunting an elk though yeah right it's not on the go it food. would be uh elk. yeah packing casseroles <laughs> out hey, here campsite well, especially the hunts he's doing um, so yeah, uh, Mike and then Jennifer, um, for, for all intents and purposes for the wild game is the brains of the, the operation. Yeah. Is that correct? Yeah. Correct. Yeah. You, you, you hunt and find it, bring it to her and she cooks. Yeah. And, and pretty soon you got a, recipes. Uh, uh, a recipe. And then how do you pronounce your last name? Schreckengost. Schreckengost. Yeah. Okay. All right. I don't. I, I said ghost, and I'm like that. Does, no, there's no age, but yeah, truck and gossip. Truck and so, and you all live in the Kansas City area. Do you live in Liberty? We live in Excelsior or Springs. Excelsior Springs. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, but uh, so they frank with the storm. Um, so I've seen Mike there, and, and then the last time, actually, when you brought your elk, I think, is when we started talking about mm-hmm. Primal Pioneer, mm-hmm. and uh, so I got to look at it and. Uh, looked on Instagram, started following it, and then checked out the website. And, mm-hmm. um, and then we're always, we're foodies, you know, back mm-hmm. here in this little uh, <laughs> hole we have. So I anytime. Got a, got a bucket of popcorn in the exactly. bottom drawer. <laughs> exactly. And typically Josh will bring in something, you know, jerky he's made from the waterfowl side. So. One day we made brats. I brought yeah. in brats and we cooked them out in the parking lot. Yeah, you were talking about. We'll have to do that again. Mm-hmm. Not today, though. And, and do <laughs> too snowy. Well, that was all of a sudden. That was that unexpected. Was. I was not. I knew there was a chance of something, but I was seeing uh, some friends of mine post some videos from like three in the morning. They were out. Mm-hmm. Someplace got like four plus inches. Yeah. I'm like, what's going on? I think here? it even surprised the, <laughs> yeah. the weather. Like, uh, yeah. Right. <laughs> um, so we're always talking about food and I'm like. I've got some people. This would be perfect. Yeah. yeah. 
You've been doing it now. How long have you been uh, doing Primal Pioneer? I think uh, we've had Primal Pioneer for... 2018. Yeah, since 2018. Okay. So five, five years, yeah. roughly. And how's, what's the... Um, well, before we dive into that, so Mike is from Pennsylvania. Correct. And you lived here, Jennifer? Yeah, I'm originally from Originally here. from mm-hmm. here. And then, uh, so when did you move to Missouri? Uh, January 2011. Yeah. Yeah, somewhere in 2011. There. Okay. All right. Yep. And then you got together, and now we're, you know, right? we're now doing we're things. <laughs> were you into hunting and this type of stuff no. before? No. It's kind of an, it was a new world yeah. getting into it. Yeah. yeah, because even growing up, like my dad, he occasionally um, did like, you know, pheasant hunting, quail hunting, but he, he never hunted like big game. Um, so. It's a whole new venture. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 And so that's why I, that's why I kind of need like I wanted to figure out recipes because I'm like okay if I'm gonna have all this meat to do something with, and you know our kind of my initial experience with most people with venison are just like some really boring basic you know. Right, it's the you know, the, the cream of mushroom <laughs> you know I mean? noodles. Yeah, wrap it in bacon. Right. Yes, yep. yeah. So I thought okay I'm gonna figure out how to elevate. This uh, this wild game into some really tasty mm. different. We, we have four boys plus me. You know that's okay. a lot of deer meat. Uh-huh. You probably so, go through a lot of. So yeah. we had to figure out what we wanted. Yeah. Yeah, I and even for personal experience, um, although this last year was unsuccessful in the whitetail world, but um, if I do have venison to cook, you know, like I said last time, I've done a. Just a butterfly chop, you know, mm-hmm. the simple, some cream cheese, a little jalapeno in there, wrap it in bacon. I put it on the smoker, mm-hmm. you know, normal. Yeah. Or uh, dad would do um, like pound out some butterfly chops and then, you know, kind of skillet fry it. Mm-hmm. Almost like a, a, a chicken fried steak yeah. or right. you yeah. know, mm-hmm. something like that. So mm-hmm. Or the chili. Yeah. Right? Chili's That's a standard go- go-to. It's easy. Yeah. Okay, I got hamburger. Right. Um, in fact, I got away from getting as much hamburger because I didn't know what to make. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, we always have all this hamburger left over. Yeah. And it's like, oh, what are we? Eh, chili. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and that's kind of um, our readers. We, you know, that's kind of our, 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 you'll see a big focus is on ground because um, our readers predominantly have a freezer full of ground that they don't know what to do with. I mean, it's easy to do the back straps and that sort of thing or the roast. Um, but it's like, what do you do with ground venison besides chili? Besides chili. Um, so that's kind of why a lot of our recipes are ground, because we're trying to come up with some different ways for people to use ground. Right. Um, mm-hmm. While game. Yep. Was that when you started Primal, was um, venison the start? Or uh, was it just elk. when you started, it was elk and everything? I think it was mostly elk. Yeah. Um, it was mainly kind of out that into, year when, yeah. in September when I went. Yeah. Because you're big into that now. Right. Is the elk. Do you still whitetail hunt, though, in the state? Mm-hmm. I do. Yeah. Eat every fall? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so I archery hunt on my own land. Yeah. And then I rifle hunt on public land. Okay. So. Yeah. Yeah. Which I'd like to get into some of that here in a little bit is some of that public land because I think you've got some tips and stuff mm-hmm. that I think people... Mm-hmm would enjoy we've done some you know diy talked about um was it chandler chandler they did it twice they went to colorado mm-hmm. you know uh three or four of the guys from here and you know it was different i think the one year they went they had wildfires out there right. was it five or six years ago now or uh, somewhere around there three years ago three maybe years three ago. So we had to change our location the one year and they remember elk. i was like not that they got cell service, but I was like, <laughs> how's the fire out there, guys? <laughs> like, Did you bring your marshmallows? Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, that could change a lot. Um, yeah. Do the fires happen out there, quite frank? Is that a yearly thing uh, where you get some out in Colorado? I mean, it seems like there always is. Um, not not that usually in the not units. Not as big as like but three years ago. It just happened to be this last few years there was one near the unit yeah. that yeah. we regularly visit. But not like something you'd see. Like California, you no, see the I don't think big it's like all the time. wildfires. Yeah. 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 But, yeah, I'm sure you, you'd probably get it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so, uh, you know, now you do the all the elk hunting and stuff. So that's that's crazy. Um, I'd love, I've been on one elk hunt. 
and mm-hmm. that was, I think it was my birthday, Christmas, all gift together when I was 16 or something, uh-huh. and my mom uh, bought tags. We went to Montana, and it was, I just did a gun hunt because it was my first time, and I'm like, the chances of being successful then are probably mm-hmm. going to be higher, and we found an outfitter, which really, that's another thing maybe you can speak to um, down the line here is, is you know, when you outfitters, like, mm-hmm. they can all put up pretty pictures. Right, mm-hmm. yeah. And that's what we found out. Yeah. Like, we get there, and then it's like most of the photo albums is just the family. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. oh, okay, something's a little <laughs> off here. Yeah. But I got lucky and got one, and... Nice. Um, so it worked out, but yeah. anyway, so um, so Primal Pioneer takes off, uh, what, 20, what'd you say? 2018. 2018. Yeah. Um, and did you have the website at that point? I think we did. Um, we started it, then we kind of neglected it <laughs> for, right. for, you know, a year. And then we kind of like revitalized it and started, you know, really kind of like adding uh, more recipes and kind of going all in with it. So yeah. we were working with a company too. Okay. With, to make recipes. Oh yeah, we had some sponsored gotcha. content to with try to Honest get... Bison who sells wild game. Meat. Yeah, and so for for all intensive purposes, Primal Pioneer is what to you guys like. It's just it's wild game recipes and uh, it's public. It, the, the main focus is public land hunting and wild mm-hmm. game recipes. It's yep. kind of like a field to table resource, but the focus is on public land hunting. Okay, um, and then obviously harvesting your elevating your harvest. And right, so they kind of go together. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah, um, is it elk and and I I was looking, but um, for the public land side, is it elk, whitetail? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They kind of correlate, right. like depending on what you want to go do, you can kind of help people. Yeah, yeah. Each way. Yeah. Yep. Which we want to add, you know, turkey and fishing this year. Yeah. Sure. So. And some some we have a we have like two pheasant recipes. Right. I get a little more um, of that on the content. Get some, get some birds in yeah. there. Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. Cuz it was yeah. pretty good. <laughs> I know yeah. that pheasant piccata was pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Pheasant piccata. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. It was really good. My pheasant uh, expertise is pheasant poppers. <laughs> See, <laughs> right? That's, that's what everybody common. does, yes, right? Yes, everyone does. And they're delicious. Uh-huh. But that's the main thing you see. Huh. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I made pheasant parm. See, there you go. Yeah, see, you're like he's waterfowl guru, so uh-huh. same kind of concept, right? You hunt and you get all this meat for him, he gets all this waterfowl, and it's like You gotta figure out what to do I with it. I gotta figure out what to do with it. And you can't do the same thing so, every time. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, That's sometimes we do out. chili and then we do taco chili. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we just add right. a taco <laughs> seasoning packet and some Mexican right. and and call it taco we're chili. And rolling. And put it yeah. inside a taco ch- taco shell. Yeah, you could. Yeah, something like that. A little chili mac five way or something. <laughs> um, yeah, some birds. You know, that'd be cool to see. Yeah, we'd like. Yeah. We've had some requests for. Some of our cool. readers have emailed and asked for. You know, if we have quail recipes or we have a guy that wanted some wild hog recipes. So oh, okay. The more you know, the more requests we get, the more we'll kind of branch out. Yeah, it's probably endless. Right. Yeah. You know. Always coming up with new stuff, and yeah, there's so much different game out there. Antelope, antelope can, was another yeah, antelope request. Was another one, which we had antelope backstraps. Yeah, thanks. To okay, one of, my, one of my pool customers. Yeah, uh, but it was good, really good. It was probably one of the best wild game steaks I've had. Was a really antelope. Yeah. yeah, we had a gentleman that used to work at the store, and his dad had gotten a, a mountain lion. Oh, really? Out in Colorado. And uh, and he said the mountain lion steaks were really? phenomenal. That's but it's one. weird to think about because it's like cat. cat. Yeah. <laughs> so you're wondering yeah. like, eh. Yeah. But apparently. I mean, people eat beavers and coyotes. People eat everything, and right? So, so That's crazy. I don't um, know if we're going on that far. <laughs> at some Racking. point, someone had to think about <clears throat> eating a, uh, um, oh, my gosh. Squirrel. Ribeye of the sky. Oh, a crane? A, a crane. crane. Yeah. You know, at one point, it's like, mm. That's a weird bird. Should we eat that? Someone said, let's do it. And let's then realized it. it's yeah. good. Phenomenal. Really? I never had it. You have it? I, uh, I, I haven't, have. but he has a lot yeah. of waterfowlers that are big I was, into it. I was organizing my freezer the other day, and I found two vacuum-sealed packages of crane breasts that I still have. 
So those are going to probably mm-hmm. hit the sous vide sometime soon. Nice. And then yeah. I've also got packages of the crane legs and thighs that I have to figure something out. Something out for. Well, how big are those? I can't imagine a crane leg. <laughs> right. well, like, the foot's like that big. <laughs> yeah. And there's like a little nibble of meat. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. Like, a, like the drumstick's like that big around. Yeah. But the, the thighs are, they've got quite a bit on there. You just like cook it and then you just grab the leg. That's your utensil. <laughs> and eat it off. Dip it in a little <laughs> it's like soy a, sauce or like something. Like those tomahawk steaks. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But they say it's phenomenal. It's, it's, and I'd love to good. have some. But I'd like it. Do I need to bring fr- some? Yeah. But I want it cooked hot, uh-huh. fresh. Like, I don't want to reheat a leftover bird. Crane leg. A crane leg. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I got to figure out what those taste like. Crane leg. But that's why they call it the ribeye of the sky or sirloin of the sky or whatever. So, uh. yeah. Um, yeah, so going, you know, um, into these recipes, like, obviously we're doing the enchiladas, but um, where do you get your... Uh, you know, ideas like you do you do you play around a lot with it? Um, some of them will have to test, especially if it's you know like a bigger cut of meat or you uh-huh. know it has to cook. I mean, ground is pretty simple, one to one swap. Make this a long a story because I'm gonna eat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. But um, I mean, honestly, the way I approach it is I just um, do. I'm a foodie, so I'm constantly watching, like, cooking channels Mm -hmm. or, you know, looking online, and I'll see a recipe, and I'll just immediately think, like, oh, I bet we could swap in, you know, a deer, you know, a venison steak or something with that. Same with, like, the pheasant piccata. Like, I didn't want to just have fried pheasant when they went and got pheasant, so I was like, well, I love chicken piccata, so let's try to make pheasant piccata out of pheasant breast. Uh Um, We made a pheasant pot pie, just kind of probably how you approach, like, your pheasant parm i mean so i'm just i have i have i have magazines and i have you know cookbooks and all sorts of things so you can take some ideas that were done with with ground beef or whatever chicken sub in a wild game yeah Mm -hmm. tinker with it maybe Mm -hmm. season a little bit different or something yeah um yeah what's your what's the most popular item that either people write in about or maybe you enjoy I would say our most popular is it's another version of an enchilada casserole, except it's a green uh, chili enchilada casserole. Okay. Um, that's one of the hot recipes on the blog. Um, the venison Reuben, um, believe it or not, I had a lady write into me and said, I had no faith in this recipe. There was no way this venison right. roast was going to taste like a corned beef Reuben, and it right. did. She's like, I was. The like, kids love that one. They they were like, that was. She she wrote in to tell me about. So that. take us through that. Like, what's that uh, entail? So you just take. Um, it's been a while since I made it, but yeah. you just take your venison roast and essentially go through the same process that you would making corned beef or with Reuben that. with that special. Um, the special like the peppercorns. Yeah, and the little the, seasoning packet uh-huh. and the the salt. I can't the brining. I can't. Yeah. Of course, the name uh-huh. is escaping me right yep. now. Um, and just you know, slow cook it, and um, and it really it literally tasted just yeah. like a corned beef yeah. Reuben, but it was venison. One that I saw because I'm a like when I go to a restaurant, I even have this. Uh, it's hard for me because I want to try a bunch of different things. So I like the small things that look uh-huh. like appetizers. So like I saw uh, elk empanadas, mm-hmm. yeah, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Those look yeah phenomenal. I don't know what what's in that. So that's again just a kind of like a essentially like a taco meat mixture okay. inside with onions and ground beef and some seasoning. Uh-huh. And then you just use a simple pie crust yeah. to make it, fry it. Yeah. I was just talking to him about that one. Um, because for me, when I cook with wild game, well, I, when I cook in general, like I like lots of robust flavor. Yeah. And if you are cooking for someone that you know, is hesitant about wild game or you always hear the gamey. Right, it's um, gamey. You know, uh-huh. like... Which, to, by the way, this is not yeah, oh, at you. all. No, it's just elky. It's just yeah. elky. <laughs> yeah. Is is to start with something like this that has a lot of flavor because it can kind of help blend some of mm-hmm. that earthiness that can sometimes pop up right. with, with your wild game meat. Um, so that's kind of like what's so like the elk empanadas or the calzones that we have on the blog. Oh. We have some elk calzones. Oh. Um, pot stickers. Uh, the elk pot stickers. Oh, I saw those yeah, that too. one just yeah. launched. Um, 
So just I'm just constantly and are you like deep look, frying yeah. the empanadas you, or do you bake them? Um, you can do it either way. The, okay. the, the recipe has directions for both of them. Gotcha. So. And each thing I noticed, well, I believe so. Everyone that I at least clicked on, um, whether it's empanadas or, um, gosh, I can't remember what I clicked on. I was just surfing. Uh-huh. But they have the recipes listed on the website. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, which is primalpioneer.com. Mm-hmm. So people can go there and find that. Um, and there's recipes. Elk okay. recipes, ground venison, Traeger, um, like, yeah. or, and you say Traeger, but you know, a smoker I suppose any smoker. Right. Yeah. Um, that's just a Google keyword, you know. But that's a big thing, right? <laughs> People love, Smoke. you know, doing yeah. smoked meats and different things. So um, I'd like to learn some of that too. So I'm pretty sure uh, I'll be getting in on that. So One of the best Traeger recipes was that smoked elk, t- whole elk. Tenderloin uh, that's peppercorn, peppercorn. press it. Oh, okay. oh, it came out perfect on the smoker. Yeah. So tender. I think my, my favorite's the patty melt. Yeah, he, he does like See, the patty melt. I'm a melt. patty melt guy, and I think that was the one you showed me at the when store. we were at the store. Yeah, yeah that is and a good I'm one. And I'm a patty melt type yeah. guy, so that's I was so like, good. yeah, <laughs> sign me up. I mean, it's I already than that chili. I'll tell you Not how much of a food I already ate lunch. I'm eating again. <laughs> Well, I didn't know. You know, I was like, I better eat just in case. You know, I don't know how much time they had. And sure no, enough, she was not only did she, six. she didn't bring the small avatar, she brought a whole casserole. <laughs> you said do something easy, and that's the easiest thing to make. Yeah. Martha Stewart ain't got nothing on Jennifer. <laughs> so um, what was, oh, shoot. I, oh, on the Traeger, like I'm a simplistic, right? I'm mm-hmm. the, I put the chicken thigh in or. You know, just the hunk of meat, and but you can do all sorts of stuff. Mm-hmm. I see people doing uh, like the queso dips or, uh-huh. or whatever. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of wild. Which I think I saw uh, you guys actually have a recipe for some dips. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have a venison queso dip uh-huh. um, on there that kind of has a bunch of stuff. It's actually has a it's a beer based queso dip. Ah, um, with the Super Bowl coming up, yeah. see this Sunday. Yep. Y'all need to y'all need to go on the Primal Pioneer and find the. Uh, I don't think they're gonna hear this episode, but oh yeah, it's gonna be okay. Well, next year. Now you're gonna be like, oh dang. Uh, well, for your next party, you host, your next party. There you go. Be perfect. All Backyard that, barbecue. All, yeah. Yeah. All that game that's sitting in the freezer. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And you want to host a party, and you're like. Let's just go buy meatballs at the store. Yeah. Or whatever. I think we have five yeah. different meatball recipes yeah. on the blog. Okay. Yeah. Bourbon meatballs. Swedish meatballs, barbecue bourbon meatballs, crock pot. I don't know if smoked. You, I don't know if you have this one, but if not, maybe you can look into it. So um, Korean meatballs. I don't have that okay, one. Okay, so um, we've only done it with just the normal ground beef. Mm-hmm. Like we did uh, well, I won't say the company. But anyways, we got a meal from them, and you prep it, and whatever. Uh-huh. And one of the recipes is Korean meatballs. <laughs> it's like yep. a sriracha-based type uh-huh. of drizzle with the, you know, creamy. So it's a little bit of kick, but a little ginger. I think we might have tried that recipe. Little actually. ginger. Because uh, remember we had, whatever. yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah. Come in a box. Yeah, I think so. Uh, come, comes to you. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah. but easy. it was different. We put it over some rice and. But see, you get that, and then you get the inspiration to be like, inspiration. how we can, can I do it with do venison? that with right. other yeah. wild game? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, I do that with duck all the time. Like, yeah, <clears throat> I saw a really, really awesome meatloaf recipe mm-hmm. with duck. And no, it was just a regular oh, okay. like bacon wrapped smoked meatloaf. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, fine, I'll do that with duck. And with duck, you gotta like mix it with fat. Otherwise, uh-huh. it's gonna be really nasty. But yeah, it was really good. And well, like the, well, like the calzone. That's something that you wouldn't, uh, you know, that's not the first thing that's going to pop into your right? mind. What yeah. do I make with my wild game? Oh, a calzone. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, There's so many uses uh-huh. for it. Like, I think people sometimes overthink. Oh, I have to make a wild game recipe with my wild game. When right. all reality is like, let's say you know, just like fajitas. Mm-hmm. Any wild game will do. Right. Um, yeah just a matter of cooking it correctly and i think wild game tends to get a bad reputation from the general public with it being gamey or tasting off or whatever because they just 
they've either had it and it wasn't cooked properly. Mm-hmm. Like with duck, people say it's livery and gross. That's because right. you cooked it to 205 degrees and it's just not good anymore. Yeah, it can ruin someone the first time. Mm-hmm. Right. Or just not handling it correctly in the field. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a. So. You bring up a good point. So, one of the things I wanted to ask, um, besides, and I've had bad experiences at different butchers too, but, you know, I live in town. I don't really have a spot that I'm going to butcher my own deer. Mm-hmm. Come on. You don't want to do it in the tree in the front yard? I know. My, my dad has before, but Your HOA not at my not house. Like but yeah. <laughs> so, I do. I take it somewhere. Um, but I've tried a few different ones and found one that I actually really like, and they vacuum pack it. Mm-hmm. It's not on the old school butcher paper, and then it gets freezer burnt. That's, um, that's how our deer always got done by the yeah. paper. Yeah, the but butcher paper is like the elk was a vacuum seal. Perfect. The guy that did this. Yeah. Which and was in so Colorado. Is the handling of it, mm-hmm. if you're not going to take it to a butcher, like walk us through that, right? So um, See, when maybe I, just the field part. The taking care of, like when you butchered your elk out in the, I mean. Well, that was an experience of its own, right? <laughs> okay. But we yeah, had, true. We have yeah, a guy true. that hunts with us, uh, and he's a taxidermist in Kansas over here. Okay. So uh, he, him and his buddies used to go elk hunting all the time, and I don't know why he got away from those guys, but he started mm-hmm. going with us, and he took care, he did everything. So he knew how to cape it out because he's a taxidermist, mm-hmm. and obviously I was going to get a you know a mount. Right. And he was just throwing knives around, going in there, getting dirty. Mm-hmm. But we we had our game bags, we had tarps to put it down. Uh, and when we got on that elk beat from the start, I bet you there was five hundred flies. Really. On that thing already, already. like after it mm-hmm. had deceased yeah. and then going up to it, tons yeah, of flies. Tons. So we were. Uh, I don't know. We didn't get very many photos because we were we didn't know. Right. Like, let's break this thing down, get it out of and here. Let's get it going. Which we were on a mountain, and it took a good three four hours for our first elk. Mm-hmm. That we we did everything that we thought we had to do. We didn't gut it. We did the gutless method. Okay. Uh, for the first time, and it was pretty complicated. But I've never done that method. But YouTube. <laughs> right, uh, but Dennis yeah. helped us out a lot uh, to get it, you know, uh, broken down and packed out. Gotcha. But when you uh, field dress a whitetail, when I field dress a whitetail, you drag it out, you know, yeah, with a uh-huh. gurney or something on yeah. public land or a four wheeler on private land, and then uh, I barely ever break it down or process it myself. Yeah, we usually take it somewhere. I mean, sure, I might yeah. have a couple times, but if I uh-huh. do it myself, I turn it all into burger. Right. Because it's easy for me to do it A lot it that easier way. at right. the home. I mean, burgers. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I just Right. And that's probably the most common. Right. Um, but if we take it somewhere, then we just ask for cuts. Well, now that we've I've had several years of experience with this, I think if you're going to take it to a butcher, like, really know what you want. going into it what you want. Because, like... Yeah, I will say when we got the elk, um, it was the last day. I kind of didn't think we were gonna get get one this year, uh-huh. and then oh, all of a sudden God. we have this massive animal. Now you got, and we something. didn't really think about like what do we want. You so got we go something to, the, to deal with. We go to the right. we found a butcher nearby, and we like okay, well, what what cuts do we want? So going into it, so when whitetail season came around, I was like, okay, I had a list, a lot of paper, and I'm like, I want this, and I want this, and I want this. Mm-hmm. Um, but otherwise, because, you know, when we've had whitetail butchered in the past, they do, do just throw a lot of it into ground. Um, but if you want some of those other cuts that people don't always get, you know, like a shank or a short right. rib or something, um, you need to, like, call that out. Call it out. Tell them. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I think you can definitely ruin, um, especially if you're going to do it yourself and you mm-hmm. don't know what you're doing and you're you're doing the gutting method. Mm-hmm. Um Oh, yeah. And just, Be careful. you know, you just really, um, you've already done it. So the, you succeeded. I would probably tell people to slow down. Right. You know, you get in there and you're just mm-hmm. chopping and cutting and ain't nothing worse than poking the wrong thing right. with your yeah. knife. Exactly. Or, or yourself. I've done that before. But, um, yeah, just slow down and take your time and really care for it and. Mm-hmm. you know gut it out properly and um 
I mean, if you're taking it to the butcher right away, they're going to clean it pretty mm-hmm. well. Right. Um, but if you, you know have the chance or you have to hang it overnight because the butcher's closed mm-hmm. or wherever you're taking it, um, you know, spraying it out, wash it down because crud's going to get in there regardless, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. <laughs> you're out in the field, so it gets dirty and dust. And But spraying it out, um, watching the weather, you know, if you need to put ice on mm-hmm. it, um, just little things like that. But because my first time... I was just, I didn't know what I was doing. So you're trying to do it quickly and mm-hmm. you can just ruin so much. I think you, the game bags help a lot. Because even white tail, I think you guys even sell them in the store. Yeah. Uh, the full body white tail bag. Uh huh. So it does help. Yeah. Throw it in there, kind of protect it, mm-hmm. you know, in transit or if you got to yeah. take it somewhere. Yeah. Would, honestly. Would you throw the whole white tail in with the hide on or off? Uh, I like that. I never did it either way. I always just take the hide off and piece by piece, or just drag it out, then take it off. But I don't know what the bag. Yeah, because you could for. quarter it out right. and do the quarter bags, mm-hmm. which now we sell tons of variations. This year we started carrying all sorts because we always ran out because of elk hunting mm-hmm. was mm-hmm. getting bigger, and so many guys were coming through the store looking for. Bags. You know, the cheesecloth bags yeah. or whatever, and we would run out. So now we carry multiple different brands, um, different sizes, mm-hmm. and uh, they're definitely – that's probably one of those things that you need to pack on a do-it-yourself. Oh, absolutely. Right. Yeah. Just have that stuff. I bought mine already for this year. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I got – stock I mean, up. The day I go home from elk hunting, I dream about next year already. Okay. So – she mm-hmm. doesn't like it, but uh, it's that's all I talk about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you get addicted. I do. You do. To it. Right. <laughs> that was Don't my choke. last bite. Don't choke. <laughs> it was so delicious. Um, Thank you. Maybe we won't share with everybody else. <laughs> like, no, I better. They know you're but coming. But they, so. they say with um, the, you know, the gamey, um, you know, one could be the age of the animal. Um, uh-huh. But then they also say... The, the sooner you find it and start the, um, the, pro- process. the field process, the uh-huh. better. I mean, obviously give it time to yeah. you know, pass. Um, uh-huh. But if you have to, if it's like, you know, you're trying to trail it and you know, you don't find it until the next day, I think mm-hmm. the stress hormones and everything, I think I've read where that can affect the meat. The meat. I, I personally, I could probably get some people that would disagree with me, but I don't. Per- I personally don't buy into the soak it in milk you know, for the gamey flavor of like all those little tips and tricks. Like I just, right. I'm not a, I just think that's all a waste yeah, of time. Yeah, I mean, you've, have, you've probably brought home does or bucks mm-hmm. and had both put into some of these meals that you make. Yeah. Like if you didn't know that was the buck or the doe. No. You probably wouldn't know no. the difference. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or, or you, you don't know the difference. Um, I think it's all about that preparation. And I like how you brought up, like the robust flavors and the, mm-hmm. because yeah, if you make it super simplistic and it's just a bland, yeah. but that's with anything, right? When you cook, you want these explosions of flavors mm-hmm. and the, um, things like that. So if you're just doing a simple chili yeah. with not the right seasonings, yeah, yeah, it, it might be game. Or just like a steak that was overcooked, you know, because with sure. venison and elk, you want to keep it really at that rare just barely into medium rare territory but once you go beyond that you Mm -hmm. it is going to be tough have you done the so he did this um on our last episode when we were eating the sticks and stuff we were talking about it but the the sous vide we have not cooking and i'm now that you guys talked about it again and i had known about it but what an interesting and awesome way to get that right temperature yeah. You know, that you're mm-hmm. talking about and not overcooking it. Yeah. Because with that, you set it to that temp, at least from what I understand, there's really no way to overcook it. Mm-hmm. It's not going to happen. Or if we you, haven't actually tried that, but it's, yeah. on our, it's on our list. Might so be it's on awesome. a Christmas uh, <laughs> list for this next year. So. I've seen it done. Yeah. Have you tried this, the sous vide and then like the reverse sear where you just like yeah. get that? You want to sear it after it comes out yeah. of the sous vide. Otherwise, it's not going to look very right? good. Right. Yeah, it doesn't look Looks like appealing. it's a gray piece of yes. flesh. <laughs> just like, yeah, right. Um, I saw on the website too, is it like a seasonings tab? 
Mm-hmm. Or oh, we have a post about different about homemade seasonings. seasonings. Yeah, yeah. So is that something too? That's a whole different world. Like you make your own seasonings. Yeah. Or so you... I just came up with like there's like I think there's six different homemade seasonings. Um, just like your standard like chili seasoning, or I think like the there's a Santa Maria seasoning. Uh uh-huh. um, Coffee rub on there. Too. There's a coffee rub because we do have a couple coffee rub um, recipes oh. that were pretty good. Um, and then a, a, a stew seasoning. So if, if you wanted to, you know, bulk make your own homemade seasoning, keep it in an airtight jar. You, there's that's on the blog. Right, right. I mean, my biggest goal was to always make our own and sell them. Uh huh. Not there yeah. yet. We're not, not there, there yet. yet. But that's okay. Um, I, I like to sell things. We gotta have goals. <laughs> right, right. We gotta have goals. Right. Yeah. Right. You know, and uh, we were talking about you know podcasting and mm-hmm. things, right? So you start this venture and. Uh, um, you know, see where it goes, but sure, isn't the goal like, hey, let's, this would be awesome if it right. mm-hmm. blew up and got big. Yeah, like, I would imagine maybe that was the, the plan at some point. Yes. Like, all right, let's yeah. see where this can take us. Yeah, you know, so, um, yeah, which is, so you have primalpioneer.com. Obviously, mm-hmm. you're on Instagram too, mm-hmm. um, which I think is just under Primal Pioneer. Yeah, you'll see it, Facebook. Yes. A bunch. Or do you have a Facebook? But there is a Primal Pioneer Facebook. There is a Primal Pioneer Mm -hmm. Facebook. Yeah. And start doing uh, TikTok short videos. I know. Hayden Hayden can... uh, uh, Need to hire you. Yes. uh, The TikTok thing. Apparently that's uh, taking over. We just launched the YouTube channel. Oh, YouTube. You were talking about that. Yeah. The 2020 hunt, which was literally like a 15 minute... We didn't say anything. No. No talking. (laughs) I mean... we put it up it's there because I want to see the exactly. <laughs> I want to see the progression of how our filming goes, and then the 2021 hunt is up. Was okay. It was a little bit better. That was homemade, homemade content. Uh-huh. We had a friend, uh, the girl. Uh, we have we have a um, a filmmaker. Her her business is called Wildly Creative, and we hired okay. her for our hunt last year, and so we're waiting to get that footage back. Um, but she actually kind of threw together our 2021 hunt. And then the 2022 hunt where we got the monster um, uh-huh. will launch probably end of this Hopefully month. Hopefully soon. <laughs> if you're watching. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, she, she. we have like half an episode done and she yeah, said okay. uh, the other half should be done. It'll be probably, I think, three episodes yeah, three. for this hunt. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. Two day, two day oh, one that's, episode. Yeah, break it apart. Yeah. So was the original idea for the... Well, I guess it's encompassed into one with the DIY, do-it-yourself style, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and the wild game. Did it just pop into your head or yours, or was it uh, like who was like, hey, well, let's I do had this? A, I had a, I have a food blog. I was already, I already have a food blog of my own. Okay, gotcha. That when I was running, and so when he was kind of getting into the elk hunting, I thought, well, why don't we just start? You know, like again, we had all this meat. I'm like, well, time to start creating those recipes and why okay. not just launch that into its own site. Right. But the DIY public land was, as he was saying, you know, when he moved here, you know, he didn't have access to the private land that he had back in Pennsylvania. And so it was kind of like, we had to learn, okay, well, where, yeah, where can we, where are the public land spots to hunt whitetail? And then he got into the elk and um, it was kind of like the yeah. concept of, you know, people think that you have to pay thousands of dollars to an outfitter to get an elk, and we wanted to basically Prove showcase that, Show that you can <laughs> yeah. get some trophy right bulls or uh, on public land. Yeah, which, which I would have never thought that which I would have got that trophy bull. Yeah, yeah. but they're there. Uh huh. So there was one bigger than that after I shot. So really, yeah. And you have um, again on the website a lot of everything we're talking about. We can find on the website at uh, primalpioneer.com. So. Um, but like you've got different things people can click on to help with, mm-hmm. you know, articles, if they're going yeah. to Colorado or they're using, you talk about Onyx, he uses Onyx a lot. I use um, it every In day. the waterfowl yeah. world, same thing. You use it, I'm sure, a ton, mm-hmm. you know, if you're doing public land yeah. hunting. Yeah, shows the boundaries. And yeah, yeah. And that's why I like it. I hunt the boundaries. Use it for my advantage. Right. So. Yep. See where you're. See where you're at. What are some other? What's a? Like, what's the first thing? Like, if I have never been, 
Um, I'm like, I want to go. Is this a, can you plan it within a year or should you plan it the next year? Like then you should go if you've never been before. So I think I waited two years. I did a lot of research, Elk 101 universities, a ton of research. I wish I would have never waited because you're going to learn more in the field than you are. I mean, you're going to learn a lot from the research that we do, Uh huh. but I would say go. Just go. Go. I mean, do your research, but yeah, like you but, said, but then even that first year hunt, don't, which was Don't feel scared. 2018. I think I, that's what was my problem. Yeah. And then everyone that goes with me now, they didn't want to go the first year. They're like, well, let, let Mike do it, you know, uh-huh. see if he can do it. And I was pretty good the first year. I called in a monster the first day. Second day, I, I hit one. He was laying there. I thought he died, and he uh, got up and ran. Okay. Couldn't find him in a blowdown. But uh, so then everyone started coming. Yeah. And then we started making it real. Because every year. Well, if Mike can do it, we right. can. And right. every year they've <laughs> been be like on Mike, yeah. elk. Every year you've seen elk. Elk, every year. Yeah. Uh-huh. Either. Public land. And we just screwed up, you know. Have you been <laughs> to different spots or do you so generally try to go to the same area? We were going to the same area and then. The wildfire came the one year, so we went. Uh-huh. But when we went to the new unit, we used Onyx and Go Hunt. I don't know if you guys are familiar with Go Hunt. Uh-huh. They they kind of break it down into units and states and everything, and really pinpoint you know where you should hunt in that unit. Okay, and it's a great resource. It is, and I think it's like 150 bucks a year. Yeah, and then they even put you into some drawings every month to maybe win something. Okay, but they're pretty big. Gotcha. Uh, but we used that to our advantage and we went the first day we called in, we called in one, screwed up on it. Uh, the next day we missed one mm. and then that was the ne- the second morning. And I think either the second evening or the third evening, we called in another giant and they just came in quiet. They weren't even bugling mm-hmm. that year and we messed up on it too. Yeah. But, but we're there. We're there. Learning process. Yeah. And you're you're camping out there. So we we do both. Uh, so uh, my in laws go. You go. Uh, the year you went to the new unit, they just backcountry. Yeah, we backcountry the back whole country. time. Yeah, but we we sometimes we get a you know just a house and rent, and then we'll camp in the back country too, mm-hmm. and then come back. I when go for vacation, yeah. stay in the house you while they go yeah. back right. country. When we stayed in the back country yeah. those five, six days, okay, it, it was rough. <laughs> right. Like, yeah, it was Is bad. it, uh, obviously that's going to entail a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what's that? I mean, we were doing technology and talking about things changing, but a lot of the technology that's changed is helping with the backpacking world. Right. And just you know, lighter gear, but more comfortable, more adequate, you Mm -hmm. know, not the old school, just like heavy coat. You got to wear 12 (laughs) layers. And so that helps. But I think I did that my first year. (laughs) I was soaked every day from sweat or rain, you know what I mean? Uh Because it did rain the first time I ever went and I was soaked. And then I get hot, then I'd freeze and get hot. Right. And then I started, you know, going to the Marina wool. Yeah. Marina wool is definitely a big thing. What about, um, Food when you did that, what was the food prep like? Uh, mountain house peaks, uh, which uh, I think jet we, boils. I think yeah, you got jet boil we do now, which is really big, um, mm-hmm. which you can find online and at the store at Rogers Sporting Goods. Um, jet boil, I thought that was really cool. It's newer for us, mm-hmm. um, but I have, the best thing I found in the mountain was Roman noodles. Oh my. For yeah, twenty cents a pack. They tasted <laughs> right. so good. You just live off. Ah, the, yeah, that night that the broth is drinking it. Uh-huh. So good. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. But we do the uh, kind of your dehydrated style mm-hmm. foods yeah. that you can mm-hmm. put. We sell those too now. So, I mean, every you know, those are pretty filling. All yeah, sorts I mean, of stuff. Like, what 30, 40 grams of protein in yeah. the one pack? Yeah. You know, it's all about weight too, mm-hmm. and, and especially if you're doing an elk hunt because. If you do get one, there's a lot of weight. Yeah. It was rough. More stuff to bring. Yeah. Um, I mean, when they packed out this year's bull. We were three miles back. And like one guy was carrying one hindquarter. 
and it mm-hmm. weighed. I mean, you wouldn't believe how much yeah. just that weighed. It yeah. was crazy. It's a lot. Yeah. It's multiple trips. Yeah. Or at least it was. Like when I got mine, it was just multiple trips. We had multiple. If you would have got, if you would have got that monster the first year, um, oh, I'd be still because that was a solo hunt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Had to I call in a helicopter. Right. I was wondering what would happen if you didn't have any buddies to help. That you. was yeah. solo. And yeah, and that was a solo. Hunt. I was three hours up the. Mountain. Do you suggest solo? Uh. Mm. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Yes. Do you suggest so? <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I like it because I can do what I want. You know what I mean? Right. You don't feel like, oh, uh, if, if my buddy's with me, what does he want to do? Am right. I who's calling? Who's doesn't? shooting? Well, I'm always a caller. My other guys aren't so good. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're still in the learning stages with the mouth read, tickles okay. their tongue yeah. and throat uh-huh. or whatever. But, so I do all the calling. Uh, but, I mean, I like when they go just because we get different ideas where one guy's really on on x mm-hmm. one guy's you know when you went here. by yourself though did you have a way to communicate if you got injured uh my cell phone but yeah. if it but didn't when work, i was out of we invested in a garmin inreach yeah the second after year. that first year because okay. there was some time little satellite because once i did shoot my bull the first year i went uh he was six yards from me when i shot him right and i should have got it but i tried to call 15 people to tell him and nobody answered because I didn't have service. <laughs> so it would have relaxed me a little bit more to take my time, let this thing, you know. Not spook it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. So I, I'm mad at myself about that. I think I might be on the buddy system train. Like, we're just going to figure out what each one's doing. Right. <laughs> right. And now we have. Break one. my leg or something up there. <laughs> exactly. Six guys now. Right? We, I, we, but he has the, like I said, he has a little satellite locator now. Yeah. Highly recommend that. But we have six guys now, and uh, we stay together, or we'll go, hey, you two go here, and we'll, four will go here. Do you always come back? Yeah. You don't do, like, uh, what a, satellite camps or spike camp. Mm-hmm. You know, your main and the hub, and then go out, and you might stay the night. Yeah, we'll stay the night, one or two nights, and then just come back to the house okay. a couple of days later. When you're doing that, gotcha. Yeah. So when you're out there, are you running into other groups of hunters? Uh, yeah, last year we ran into quite a few hunters. We really? called—I don't know—we called in like ten different guys last year. We're like, here he comes, as a guy. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's—I think. Well, yeah, public land, right? That's mm-hmm. something you're gonna have to exactly test with. Pressure. We we do think last year. Um, one of the key things when you're elk hunting. Um, is to go like a lot of guys don't go high mm. in the elevation. They like to hunt low. Uh-huh. So if you go high, you can avoid some of the pressure. But the unit that we were hunting in, it was half. It was still right. half charred from the fires. Oh. So, so it we pushed think, everybody. Where so I think I it went. pushed everybody into a smaller section mm. of the I unit. Gotcha. Because where we yeah. go, you can't. You have to walk in. You can't take a yeah. horse, four wheeler, dirt bike, whatever. You have to. Walk right. In. Right. And that's the way I like it. Yeah. Because until we get lazy. What's a, for Colorado, what's the over the, so you can buy your tag when you get there? Mm-hmm. And I never do, because I'm. I mean, he orders it the I, day, day that it launches, launch, I'm like August it. 7th or something. But what's that, it's Make the it same so price whether you order it right. or mm-hmm. buy it over the counter. And what's, what is Colorado right now, what are they going for? for uh, 706 bucks. 706, 710. Yeah, it's just around 700 now. For a, and that's for an any elk mm-hmm. tag? Yeah, or yeah. either or, sex. Yeah. Oh, either, either sex. sex. Yeah. Can you buy? Do some? Do they offer cow only tags? They, they right? do, yeah. And then not probably not bull only, bull only. I don't think they do. Because since you'd get an any tag, like either not. sex, that right. would be your. Right. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, I think the cow only is yeah, but three something, maybe four. I don't know. I mean, if you're seven hundred dollars mm-hmm. for a bull elk, for right? A blast I mean, of to a go to go do um, some of these. I think we got into this a little bit. We we're talking about like out of state hunting. So mm-hmm. Missouri's inexpensive. Mm-hmm. I think the last I checked, they were two sixty five or something yeah. for like whitetail. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But to go out of state for a whitetail, mm-hmm. you're. I mean, you're you're getting there yeah. to where hey, yeah, for two hundred dollars more, you can go <laughs> shoot a big game right bowl in the west. Yeah. Yeah, in the west and do a a big game because I think that's the. You know, if you go with an outfitter, that's where you're going to see that 
cost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go way up. Well, they're going to cook your meals. They're going to give you a bed. Yeah, sure. You know, and Who needs a shower when you're out right. there? Right. Yeah. But For Colorado, five days, I wish I would have had one. Day three. You can get some of them wipes. <laughs> yeah, we, we have them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, not all states, though, have over-the-counter. That's kind of the... But Colorado That's why Colorado, does, yeah. yeah. And Although that's probably why... For now. Yeah. They're yeah. contemplating taking it away. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I think there's just too many people, you know, population of humans just yeah. grew. And grow. And everybody starts realizing maybe what we're talking about, right. you know, because other states, you do have to draw a tag. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you been anywhere else? For uh, we went to Wyoming for a mule deer. Okay. That was yeah, crazy. Yeah, you got drawn for that, but that was, yeah, a, that was crazy. That was a crazy unit. Yeah. Uh, but no, I put in for Pennsylvania every year because that's my hometown. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I put in for Missouri now. Uh huh. Then I just buy the over counter for Colorado. I put in for Wyoming. I buy their point every year. Yep. Uh, and then this year we put in for New Mexico. We just put in for New Mexico. And then okay. I, uh, I'm going to put in a couple mule deer tags. This Did year. you put in for the bear and the elk now in Missouri? Yeah. yeah. Uh, the first year, the guy from Liberty yeah. got an elk, got an elk, which was kind of exciting mm-hmm. just because right. he, you know, from, shopped yeah. at the store yeah. and lived in town. And um, did Chandler end up going? I haven't heard anything about you him. You know what? Bear we should do a uh, little little wrap re- up, little revamp of that. So Chandler, who is here, got a bear tag. Uh huh. But I don't. You know, it's tough too because we're busy. Yeah. Right. So. I used to go bear hunting in Pennsylvania. Yeah. Because you could do it, buy it over the counter. Right. Yeah, so. you'd be living a dream if you got to hunt elk in your own state. <laughs> right, right. Well, Mike be on it down there. And it's like, I think it cost me $11 for a point. Right? For Missouri? or For an elk point for Pennsylvania. Okay. And I think I am uh, have like 10 points now or something weird. But it if I get picked, that. it's like 250 bucks. Oh. Yeah, it's pretty cheap. So it's pretty cheap. For so that's why tag. I do it. Yeah. And then I go back and right. you know, have family. Do you have to have so many points before you I think you get drawn? You just have more points in the kitty to get picked. Okay. So I'm just not the lucky one. Yeah. Kinda like uh Iowa Deer. Mm-hmm. You know, I talked about doing it and I just never did it, even though my uncle's got a spot there and he's always, you know, come on up, but I don't know. I probably should. Right. We but, always talk about the, me and the kids, yeah, multiple deer hunts, try different things. But we don't have time either. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. So we got other jobs you do too, don't you? Yeah. 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 So, um, you know, it takes up some time. Um, the the other thing I saw was if people want, what's the subscribe thing? Is that to do you send recipes to people? Um, well, or, it's, I mean, would do, but it's just recipes that are on the blog. There's not, okay. there's not any exclusive content right now. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. You like send out nice, uh, look like a menu recipe, you <laughs> right. know, send them to people with the pictures and. Right. We are going to self-publish. Well, we have a little free, like when you sign up, you get a free, like, you know, easy ground venison. Okay. Printable cookbook. Cookbook that's like, gotcha. I don't know, maybe 10, 15 recipes in it. Yeah. Um, I think we're going to try to do one. In yeah, I'm going to self-publish on Amazon, a cookbook. Um, maybe gotcha. Or, yeah. Like a primal pioneer yeah. cookbook. Yeah. But, I mean, as of right now, everything that you find on the website has got the recipe. Oh, yeah. Ingredients, mm-hmm. yeah. how to cook mm-hmm. it. Printable recipe. You can print it, yeah. how to make it, mm-hmm. um, which is awesome. Yeah. You know, you, there's no secrets. No. It's all on there. Um, elk venison you talked about you did the pheasant are you gonna branch out some more we like to because we'd like uh, to add more public land hunts to get more you know Mm -hmm. different variety and then more recipes from there we're gonna try pronghorn uh nebraska i think this year so okay uh something new we're gonna that'll be exciting right yeah with art with a bow yeah i don't know how you're gonna shoot a pronghorn with a bow we're gonna try (laughs) it hey Water holes, right? <laughs> Who would have thought I shot holes. shoot an elk, right? Ugh, I, I know. pronghorns are fast. Of course, some of the so are arrows. So, of course, you get you watch some of the hunting shows. You know, it's like I wonder if it's that real. But right. uh-huh. some of them water holes, them pronghorns got to drink. Right. Yeah, and, you know, it's hot. And they come out there, and so um, 
We talked about where to find you guys. Mm-hmm. You know, primalpioneer.com. You can find them on Instagram, Facebook. They're going to keep going. I would imagine we're not slowing down. No, yeah, we're going is that the Yeah, so what's Yeah, this year is kind of like a the year for explosion. We is have a YouTube channel. Okay. We're going to launch a podcast mid-year. We have a lot a lot of a lot of goals here. Yeah. Um we have the podcast. These are all ideas we've been sitting on since 2018 and it's just the future. That's what we want to hear. You know, yeah. So the the YouTube channel, the podcast and then YouTube channel's up and running it's now. It's up and running. So you can subscribe to yep. the is it Primal Pioneer? It's Primal Pioneer. Easy. Yeah. Okay. Um, so they can do that. You're you're looking into the podcast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the the cookbook. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. What what else? Well, I mean, we've had a lot of people reach out, um, basically, kind of, you know, asking for like some consultation of like, I live in this area. I, I uh-huh. I'd, be, I'd like to hunt public lands. How do I find them? Right. What, what do you recommend? So we've, we've kind of toyed with the idea of how that could look in terms of consulting. I'm going to drag Mike out to it. He's going to hold my hand. Tell me where to go. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. So. Yeah. And me, it's we, could, we could do that. Help me hang my stand <laughs> come <laughs> September 1st. or yeah. Like in Missouri, a lot of the rule, like September 1st, you can hang your stand. Mm-hmm. That's the one thing I. it stinks is the how late. So. I do hunt a public land area um, along with a private land mm-hmm. spot. But the public land, September 1st is when you can hang a set. Mm-hmm. And I, I never liked how close that was to the archery opener. I mean, you're two weeks. I just would rather have it be up like while the deer are still in their summer uh-huh. pattern. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It probably, you know. I never go anything, but it's so hot. I never go. Missouri, yeah. I I go end of October. Yeah, like yeah. I want to go earlier, but it's so hot. You can't see anything, anyways, if you're timber hunting because everything's still green. Right. So. So we yeah, I always try to hold off. Yeah, I have some plans this year on our land. Gotcha. Uh, I'm giving them protein right now, the the whitetail. Gotcha. And then we're gonna do uh, clear out section for a food plot. Okay. So see what we can get. And people can reach you on the website, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like send you an email. email uh-huh. yep. So if they got questions on a food recipe or they don't know how to cook something, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Email you. Uh, if you're going out west to Colorado, maybe this fall on an elk hunt mm-hmm. or whenever, or yeah. a whitetail around the state of Missouri, yeah. or, um, you know, uh, hit Mike up because he's got some great tips and pointers and kind of lead you in the right direction so you don't just go out there you know and right try to make you more successful mm-hmm. so yeah um, That's plan. and then and then if you're successful and you bring that wild game back right then you can enjoy recipes. jennifer's uh enchilada recipe like we did so um yeah i think the future looks good right 2023 is the year that's the year we're gonna, so we're so gonna you have to update us you know on how things are going and when you stop in the store and bring his next set of horns uh-huh. i thought it was so funny when hey, you brought those horns in. that's what i'm saying well, i was bring i wanted up. to bring them today said, no, they don't i was like them. do not bring yeah. them today i love it people show their stuff off every year uh-huh. the sad thing is they i don't know where i'm gonna put this guy i don't either and you had already got it officially space. scored uh no uh the the guy that's doing the taxidermy work on it okay. he scored it at 365 okay but he measured from the inside of the, the horns to okay. the outside so um i probably can pull some strings now it'll be in august but when we do our whitetail contest we have uh pope and young and boone and crockett scores that are certified there oh that's nice. sweet so most people bring their whitetail yeah um we'll try to slip your elk in the back door and have them scored officially so it can get put in the books that'd be yeah. awesome yeah for Thank you. you so we'll try yeah. to do that you know Thanks. so and if it makes book then you can have they can send it off for you mm-hmm. so you know you get the nice so. nice we had a lot of whitetail show up this year to get scored for our event but yeah well, I, we, got um, a, we got three on the same day on public lands the same that's awesome area hmm. yeah uh the boys got you know yeah. uh seven or eight point and Another eight point. Yeah, I got a eight. We got a pretty I got good a nine point. Public that had land spot. Okay. But love it. Can't divulge the secrets, but yeah. it's kind it. of pretty no, good. Not all the secrets. <laughs> no, you gotta keep some for yourself. So, 
Again, uh, Mike and Jennifer, thanks for coming out. Thanks and for having uh, us. make sure we check out primalpioneer.com. You can find them on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube channel now. If you got questions, hit them up. Uh, great people. They'll get back with you and, and try to help you out on your your next adventure, your next uh, cooking adventure, too. Yeah. So um, I appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Yeah, thank you. Thank you.